Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello there. Oh, you clicked on this one, did you? That says something about you. I feel like the What is an RSS feed episode is probably going to be one that many people pass on by because they're like, meh, why do I care? But I get enough questions about it that I thought, ah, I'll do an episode on it. And you know me. I'm not one for the tech mumbo-jumbo, so this is not going to be me talking you through a whole bunch of code because who cares? <laughs> who cares about that stuff? If you want to go knee-deep, by all means, get on the internet, Google to your heart's content, but I'm just going to tell you the bare basics so you know how things work, what you need, and what you need to do with your RSS feed when you've got it. So to kick off, what the hell is it? For a start, RSS stands for either Rich Site Syndicate or really simple syndication. I prefer that one because rich site syndication sounds like tech blah. Like you're going to read that and go, huh? what does that mean? Really simple syndication is a really good way to describe it because syndication is basically just a way of your content getting in front of more people. If you think about it, when a show gets syndicated on television, it gets syndicated across a number of different television stations. So it's reaching a wider audience with a podcast RSS feed or a blog RSS feed. It works similarly to that. Essentially what it does is if you are subscribed to that RSS feed, you are going to get the latest latest updates of the content from that content creator directly to wherever that RSS feed is being read. In terms of a podcast, the feed reader there is your podcast app. So the feed itself looks a bit like a bunch of numbers and letters and to the untrained eye doesn't make a whole heap of sense. But when you've got a feed reader, in this case a podcast app, it's taking all of that garbled stuff that makes no sense to your eyeballs, it is interpreting it and it is popping into your podcast app. It's interpreting interpretation of that, which is the title, description, logo, and a brand new episode right there for you to listen to. So your podcast app is a bit of a translator for you. It's turning all of that code speak into something that makes a lot of sense for you, which is a playable episode of a show that you are subscribed to and really enjoy. So when you're listening to podcast episodes in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, those MP3 files that you're listening to aren't actually living in those podcast apps. That is content that has updated from your RSS feed. So there is a central location where your podcast MP3s are housed and that is your podcast host. And your podcast host is also the place where your RSS feed is generated. So you don't need to get out the cyber hammer and chisel and whittle away one yourself. All you need to do is choose a podcast host. And then when you create your show and upload your first piece of audio, because you need a piece of audio for your RSS feed to be generated, and usually that's your podcast trailer, then then your podcast host can do all of the technical stuff in the background and you just get what looks like a URL generated inside your podcast host. You'll usually find it in the settings section of your host, although it differs from platform to platform. And then all you need to do is copy that RSS feed and submit it via the portals for each of the different directories. So once your show is submitted to those directories, and it takes sometimes a little bit of time for your show to appear in directories, and that's not because it needs to pass a test. It just sometimes takes a bit of time for the approval process to go through. 
But once your show is submitted, like I said, as easy as copying and pasting that RSS feed through the submission portal, then your episodes will immediately update in the podcast apps that it has been submitted to. And anyone that is subscribed to that feed will automatically get your brand new episode in their podcast app. So that is really why you want people to subscribe to your show. So you're removing any of the searching that they need to do. They've got a podcast app where they listen to their favorite shows. And if they're subscribed, they will be reminded automatically, basically by a new show popping up and then they can consume it straight away. And all you need to do at your end is upload your brand new episode and everything happens automatically. It does sound a little scarier than it is. Really, it is as simple as that. And you do not need to know a single thing about why it happens or how it happens or who those smart, smart people are that make it happen in the background. You just need to choose a podcast host, create a new show, copy and paste that link into any of the directories that you want to submit to and voila. Hope that's helped you understand a bit more about RSS feeds in a non-technical way because boring. Gosh, some people can really bore the pants off you with this stuff, can't they? If you want any more help with your podcast, you can check out my online podcasting course PodSchool at podschool.com.au. I am in the middle of a huge update to the course and I'm going to be releasing it again very, very shortly. Naturally, in these coronavirus times, there are a lot of people who've been getting in touch saying that they want to start their own podcast. So I've been working hard behind the scenes to make sure that the version 2.0 of PodSchool is as comprehensive as possible and not an ounce of technical mumbo jumbo in sight. So if you are brand new to this whole process and you're thinking, oh, I just want somebody to explain things to me in a way I understand, I guarantee that's what you'll get inside PodSchool. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode. I will see you next week. And until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today. 